0: Lipungle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. I'm Adam Jabay. What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on? Doing great, man. Just a nice Sunday evening. Jessica's out of of town, so so I got the whole house to myself. Yeah, where's she at this weekend? She's down in Tampa this week. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. So, yeah, they're dedicating, I think they're dedicating a statue in honor of her brother. Oh, cool. She'll be down at uh, McDill at at the Air Force Base down there. How long has she gone for? A couple days? She comes back on Wednesday, so it's just me, me and the dog. Man, running around single life this weekend, huh? Pretty much uh, I Today I didn't do anything I dropped her off at the airport this morning And came back and slept And watched yeah. YouTube videos And did that some laundry sounds nice. But yesterday was fun She was yep. she was in town yesterday yep. But Tom O'Gorman was in town as well Yeah,
1: you did uh, You did like January Dream Day for me You went to a racetrack Yes, I did. It was uh, I don't it was get actually to very <laughs> it was very
0: chilly. Uh yeah. it was like thirty four degrees. I felt bad for the suckers that drove up Friday night and camped out. Holy cow, thirty four degrees in the morning?
1: Yeah. That's bad camping. I hate camping so, like forty below or forty or below. So when That's you're terrible. so it was, it was at Button Willow,
0: so leaving LA, as you go up, you have to kind of climb whatever mountains it is, but at the top, uh they're coated in snow. Really? Yeah.
1: So wow, we've had a, a lot
0: of rain, and I guess at higher elevations, it uh, it was snow lately. So, so
1: you guys drove both of uh, our buddy from Eibach, Mark Crooms. You drove both of his cars out there then? Um, I drove the wagon. Mark drove
0: his ITR, Yeah. and Tom O'Gorman drove Mark's uh, daily driver E36 M3. Cool, cool. So, which I did, I, I got to drive. Mark was nice enough to let me drive it. For my first ever lapse at a track day here in California.
1: That, I still can't believe that's the first first track day that you've done there. And you've never been to that track before. You've never been on the track before, huh? I've never, no.
0: I, I'd been there like shooting photos, but I'd never even gotten a ride on it until yesterday. Yeah.
1: Did uh, so, did you enjoy yourself?
0: I did. I yeah. enjoyed myself thoroughly. That that track has a really nice flow to it. Yeah. So, there were watching videos don't really do it justice, and shooting photos there. It seems like there's a lot of really sketchy parts, but it's really not that bad.
1: How how long is the? You were in like like what do they call it? CW thirteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, how long? So, the track, which is like traditional. I don't even know to be honest. From from watching in car video, it looks like it's about two miles or in, mile and three quarter or something like that. But hard to tell actually. I, watched I mean, a couple it of, seems uh, videos it's last probably night.
0: probably about that. Knowing how long Road Atlanta is, and knowing what the lap times are and the speeds, yeah, um, I'd say it's probably probably around that.
1: About two miles or whatever. So, is that uh, the first? Really was that the first course, E36 though. Though. you've been in?
0: No, I've driven.
1: Uh, I've driven a few of them. Uh, most okay. I've notably, never Nick, driven one Nick of those. Laos. Oh, that's right. We, I, I've been in one, and it was with yeah. you driving on the street. I've never been on one of those on track though.
0: So it's um, the steering wheel. It had the factory steering wheel in it. It's really, really big. I didn't like it that much. And yeah. Mark, Mark's like a little bit taller than me, but he has a longer torso than I do. Uh, nope. So I couldn't really see over the steering wheel all that much. <laughs> okay. So which made it really sketchy when trying to place the car on on track exit.
1: Yeah, or that's on corner not, exit. That's not ideal. You got to be able to see over the wheel. No. So
0: it wasn't that
1: bad. <laughs> Did you, did you go out in uh, Mark's Integra Type R also or no? No, no, I didn't get to. Okay. So
0: we were uh, Tom and I were bouncing some like suspension setup ideas, helping helping Mark work through a couple things. He cool. had recently revalved the shocks, um, just okay. kind of like teaching himself how to do revalving. So we were we were talking through him with that. I might actually go out and and help him revalve some shocks and kind of get some some additional information on how that goes. Cool. Yeah, shoot some so. pictures too. Yeah, maybe do a video or
1: something. Yeah, that'd be cool. How, so, uh, so, so you guys basically, we've talked about your all of your hair, all of your hair before on the show. Uh, you yeah, had the it was three, it was like the three th- best hair in the industry, all in one. Place Midwest on Hair track. Crew. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the quaff uh, was strong with Button Willow yesterday. <laughs>
0: so it was it was pretty sweet. It's it's actually really funny. So it marks marks E thirty six M three. On the driver's seat, there's actually, like, a stain in the headrest from, like, hair product. Maybe not stain, <laughs> but it's kind of, like, greased up, kind of like in uh, Coming to
1: America. Yeah, it's, like, all polished and greasy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's it kind of funny. We were giving them a crap.
1: But
0: uh, Tony Jackson saw it and, and had to snap a photo. What kind of, what kind of uh, track day was? It was just open, open lapping day, or were you... It was, was a, it a Speed Ventures Day. So oh, cool. it was mostly, like, open lapping. Yeah. Um, and then there was also Super Miata going on. Nice. How so was it? It was good. Good. Got to watch cool. the race, uh, see qualifying, and looked like a bunch of people had a lot of fun. Yeah, they did. They uh, have a pretty good crowd of Miatas there. Yeah, there were twenty of them.
1: Wow, that's a good field, dude. So oh, you need to do there that, was, man.
0: There was one S one car, which is the turbo car.
1: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: and a bunch of people were, you know, are, are currently building them. But Andrew Kidd yeah. from Track to Engineering, who's been on the show before, uh, yeah. was there and had his car out. And I think man, he was he was running. Field. Running conservative, um, and I think he ran a one fifty six fast time okay. yesterday.
1: So, and button and Willow is like the, is like, uh, like the super fast front wheel drive guys. Like their their goal, typically, you know, like the NA cars uh, in the Honda world, they always talk about going sub two minutes at Buttonwillow. Right, um, which is why Mark Mark was so excited that that's what
0: uh, Tom O'Gorman did yesterday in his IT. Oh, did he really?
1: <laughs> yeah, he did
0: like a one fifty nine seven
1: or something. Freaking Tom! Tom is so fast. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah man, nineteen Miatas in the same class. That is rad. Oh, you need so, to build one of those so I have a reason to fly out to California. So they, what? They weren't
0: all in the same class. One of them, or three of them. So one was an S one. Okay. Three of them were S three cars, which is the one point six spec Miata. Oh, when okay. Just tires okay. changed, uh, yeah. and then the rest of them. So the there were sixteen running S two.
1: That that's still really good. Which is Holy still crap. a really
0: stout, really stout field. Yeah, yeah I mean that's be that's so bigger fun. than some of that's bigger than some of the spec Miata fields at like Midwest Nasa events.
1: That's literally like bigger than most fields I've ever raced in. Like like I'm really happy to get like fifteen sixteen cars. That's not bad. That's in, in class, you know. That's really good. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. So, cool. I think they good were they were
0: pretty excited. Emilio debuted uh Emilio at 949 debuted their new one of their newest S2 cars that they built uh called Bullet. Yeah. So, which is cool. like a really really nice silver. Uh I think yeah, it was I a, a, picture a of that. car I that I was already a caged. That. Yeah. Yeah, and that new wheel color is called like Beryllium. Okay. It's kind of like a like a dark dark gray with hints of like volk mag blue in there oh okay so it was really really nice it, it looked really good i hadn't seen it out in the sunlight before is but that one of their... it was, was telling me how they how they pick their colors and everything and yeah is that going to be a standard uh, color there's yeah yeah so that's a, a color that they sell okay how do they how do they pick their colors so they uh they get a bunch of samples at the like uh, the automotive paint store Essentially, and like look at them all out in the sunlight and under different lighting conditions and just, you know, try and try and figure out what's going to look best. So especially from, Yeah. yeah, from from having years of experience manufacturing different like wheel colors, they started realizing that certain certain colors that they were choosing would look kind of a different color under when they got dirty. Or yeah. under yeah. certain lighting conditions, so trying to learn from that, and they're really
1: they're really nailing it now, in my opinion. There's so many wheel manufacturers that all they do is silver, gunmetal, and black, and then yeah. uh, like it's so boring. But yeah, that's cool that they're bringing out other
0: colors and stuff. That's good. So they also now they have a uh, like a spec Miata fitment, so it's a okay. 15 by seven, but a plus 24 offset. Okay,
1: and then so William Chin uh,
0: was running it on his one three car, and the offset looks really nice under
1: like. Stock NA uh, bodywork. It doesn't spec Miata have like a minimum wheel weight requirement or something? Like you can choose um, your own wheels, but they they can't I, be like ultra pimpy, you know, like thousand dollar wheels. I can't remember
0: that. that I, think fit, I, knew, right I think there was something I know. I think Spec E thirty does, and I'd I'd imagine that Spec Miata
1: does as well. I thought Spec maybe it's only in NASA. I don't remember. I haven't really read the Spec Miata rules all that all that much actually. But. So it's uh, an yeah. interesting question. Yeah, I, I think that Spec Miata has that. I know Spec E30 did have that, yeah. Um, just to prevent, you know, because the original Spec Miata rules were supposed to make, you know, cheap race cars, and now people build $35,000 Spec Miatas. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, at least you can't go crazy overrun with, uh, you know, ultra lightweight Volks or whatever. But the. So it was, uh, all you know, in all, it was a really, really fun event. That's cool. Was it, was it just a single day thing that you were there? Yeah,
0: yeah. I just drove okay. up yesterday during the day and then came back. I'm jealous. I want to run that track. I want so to run. anything, I only, anything in when it's warm. I got. Well, that's why we're going ice racing. Yeah, a couple weeks, right? Yep.
1: I'm slamming so RV I got,
0: projects out left and right <laughs>
1: to to build us a house before ice racing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I got I yeah. got five laps in yesterday. Okay. So that's all. That's it. That's it. Man, you, I got to drive in the very final session.
1: What what did you think of the track? How how did you take to it uh in, in a short time like that? I liked
0: it. I mean it was it's one of those there were a couple of places where I just couldn't commit and know yeah. I was losing a lot of time there. I just couldn't feel the grip out and you well, know, it was it still like more than, slightly yeah. slightly lost. But yeah, so in one session, my first lap was my fastest lap, surprisingly. And then Your I guess I hit traffic. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my first full lap was my fastest lap of that session. Yeah, I would I would say you got some time left on the table there. <laughs> so yeah. So which which made me feel okay. It, I didn't feel like we were driving that fast. You know, how when fast we were, do you we were on you learn tracks? Um I mean, usually within a day I can get pretty quick. So yeah, like you find four most three it, or four yeah. sessions. But yeah. you know, it takes I mean, heck, I'm still finding new ways to drive Gingerman. Yeah, that's
1: true. You can always you can always sharpen the sharpen the spear a little bit, but yeah, five yeah. laps ain't enough. That's not enough at all. So
0: we came in on the you know on the cooldown lap. I was like, oh, you know, Mark, I'll be happy if that was like a two ten or like a two twelve. And yeah. Mark goes, yeah, you know that that sounds about right. You know, I I'd, I'd probably feel pretty comfortable with that. And then we came back in and I checked the timer and it was like two oh seven one. Like, all right, not bad.
1: cool, not too bad. Not for five laps in a car you've never driven before. No, that was that, that was the first hot all. lap.
0: The first hot lap was a two o seven one, and then I had like a couple two o eights, and then a two o seven like yeah. three or four. <laughs> That's crazy. So I love that. There's there's definitely there's a lot more time out there. So it made me it made me feel pretty good. Yeah, good. I rode I rode with Tony Jackson yesterday though. His M three is in- down right now, so he bought a uh, a TSX. Oh, cool. Yeah, so with just some light suspension work and stuff done to it and he was wheeling it, man, it was great. Are those TSXs, do you know, are they double wishbone up front? I think they are. They are. are. We we actually had a big discussion about that yesterday. He yeah, didn't he didn't know that they stuff. were until I guess his his girlfriend or something had one and he was yeah. up working on it and he was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool."
1: Yeah, they're not struts like the RSX and stuff.
0: Yeah. So got, you get like you get all the Honda good suspension. stuff of the RSX. Yeah. But
1: you get the drivetrain you know, or better, yeah. yeah. Um, Except no LSD. Yeah, they didn't sell them with LSDs. I uh, the RSX uh, diff drops right in there, I believe. Jay Hare from ITR Expo had one with a, a Type R diff in it. That just him and his buddy just slapped it in. I think. But, you know, it was it was actually it was surprisingly quick too. Like it
0: had a decent amount of slow, power, dude. even with all yeah. that weight.
1: Uh, I believe you can get them things like low thirteens, like just with bolt-ons and a tune. Like they're not they're not slow cars.
0: But. And then you can do a, a Mikey-spec, like, uh, dual throttle body setup. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that thing was so cool. The, the, the throttle body that they, uh, him and 1.6 did. Um, yeah. The intake manifold with two throttle bodies on it. <laughs> yeah, that thing was really right. made, power, like it made ten, Yeah, it made, like, 20 more horsepower, didn't it? It's like uh, it's like a 10-second all-motor stock bottom end drag car with a K20. Yeah, it's 20, ridiculous. K24, I don't remember. Yeah, Mark uh, Mark and Mikey, uh, they've been playing with little drag race projects for a long time. But. Yep um i gotta uh before i forget i gotta shout out uh hasport our buddies over at hasport hooked me up this week dude oh yeah what'd you get uh they sent me a shift linkage and some mounts and stuff for the crx and like i didn't even ask for them like (laughs) 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 it it was it was uh I, i like i texted brian like where's the best place to buy a shift linkage because i got these cheap mounts that came on the parts car that i put the gsr took the gsr out of out of uh and put put it in the crx and but i needed a shift linkage which is like you know they don't it's not an, it's not an oem shift linkage you gotta either modify it or buy one hasport sells them um so i texted brian like where the best place to buy one is and then all of a sudden the uh the linkage and some mounts just showed up at my house so <laughs> i i really appreciate brian and keith over at hasport <laughs> So, so little plug there for them, but what are all the what's going on in the the garage de Jabe? Uh, I'm I'm finishing the the GSR CRX with hopefully uh-huh. a dyno a, a dyno uh, you know in the next week or two. Um, it's almost ready. Okay, um, and then I decided to sell my CRX parts car, and like the the fate of the the CRX is undetermined. But I have a guy that really really wants to buy it. But I also really want to race it. Um, we might uh, share it at Road Atlanta. I don't know. Um, but we'll 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 see what happens with the CRX right now. But I sold my parts car CRX. That was going to be my next race car. Um, right. And uh, I decided that if I'm going to build another race car, I'm going to build it out of my old red hatchback that was uh, my street car for many years, my first track car, uh, then a drag car, ran like low 11s, should have ran 10s if I didn't suck. Um I'm going to take that drivetrain out, which is a Turbo Accord motor, um, and I'm going to put ad 15 b into that instead. So that's going to be my next nice. STL car. It's already got a back half of a like a legal cage. It's already got a you know a cage that I built to be eventually a race cage. Um, so I just got to cut the little drag style door bars out and just do build the front half. So,
0: so with that um, car holding so much sentimental value, do you think it'll slow you down at all?
1: I don't think so, uh, because that's what I always wanted to do with it, and I literally haven't touched it hardly in five years, um, and it's kind of a bummer. Like I just, I hated seeing it just languishing all the time and just sitting around, and I don't have any time to play with it. So I figure, if I'm gonna play with something. I'm gonna play with that. Um, so the raceway would be 1975. So it's gonna have to be pretty gutted. But yeah, uh, with driver. So like, it's going to have to be like, you know, 1775 because I weigh a couple hundred pounds with with stuff on, you know, but I don't know. It'll be I think it'll be a fun race car. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. I think so. It, uh, it, it like the only thing I could do with that car besides, you know, just leave it, you know, rot in the corner of a garage uh, or turn it into a streetcar, I think would be I couldn't sell it. Um, And I, I'm really not interested in having another streetcar like I don't. Need a car, really? Uh, I am going to register it. Though. I'm going to put antique plates on it, so I will be, you know, I go, to, I could, <laughs> I go to the be cruise, awesome. <laughs> I go to the cruise night with it or whatever. But, uh, um, or you know, or just drive it around legally and shake it out and make sure it's okay before you put it on the trailer. <laughs> but, um, like the only, the only thing I want to do with it is race it, so I might as well do it. So, I'm excited
0: about it. That that uh, yeah, sounds it like a an, good plan. I how did you how did you finally land on that? Because I. I
1: you know talking yeah, to me like before, less, i didn't even i didn't even come weekend. up as a as an option <laughs> well last weekend like i like i'm in the middle of a project at the house here like we're building the basement out and i'm thinking man i got so much honda crap like uh, it, i have so much junk and um and i got to, I, I was i'd worked like 30 hours last weekend hanging drywall in the basement um and i was just out of my mind tired and and while you're hanging drywall, you got to put, like, 70 screws in each piece of drywall. So it's pretty monotonous. Like, you, you think for, like, one minute, and then you, like, go mindless for, like, 10. Um, so I'm just thinking about race cars, like, the whole time. Um and i'm look i i just i pulled that CRX out of my building and brought it over to my shop where i work on cars and got it on the lift and like i'm looking at i'm looking at it you know prepping it getting it ready to go and thinking and my my civic is pushed outside just you know cuz it's just living in the shop doing nothing um and i pulled the the truck and trailer out and i looked in the in the mirror and i saw the red civic and like it's got nice paint and it's always been the body style that i really like and I looked in the mirror, and I just like stopped, and I just like stared at it for like t- three seconds before I pulled away. And I thought, "It's F it. I'm building that car. I don't want to build a CTRX. <laughs> <SirX. laughs> I'm building the one I got, man. It's th- I've had it for 16 years or 17 years. So I'm I'm Might like, as well, like, right? Like I like am like both feet in, like like tits deep, excited. <laughs> like I really want. I really <laughs> I really am looking forward to building it. I've got almost all the stuff for it. Like everything crosses over. Um, that I already bought for the CRX obviously so um and, and I got to build less cage and I'm just pumped man I can't wait like I'm really really legit excited about it I just can't wait yeah, I mean to get it seems like a, a good thing to do with that car as opposed to just
0: like sitting around you
1: know Yeah well like what else am I going to do with it I don't have time to drive it and it's it's too, it, the the main reason I bought a race car was this thing was like too fast in a straight line to be like s- comfortable on track with like it was too fast it ran out of gear at Gingerman. It was going like 145 miles an hour, at Gingerman. Um, it, it was it's it's ridiculous quick in a straight line, and then you got to like slow that all down. And it just it's just not all that fun to track crazy power for me. And I'm not like into the time attack thing all that much. Like I don't want to build one. Like I want to build a wheel to wheel, you know, low power NA car. And this is yeah. the one that I, why why not build the one that I've had forever, you know? Yeah, I mean it's so. it's gonna make for a good story too. Yeah, I'm 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 going to chronicle every freaking minute. We just put a furnace in the shop. Uh so once I get started it's actually going to be warm in there instead of having to make a fire. In the shop, in which it, which shop? Oh, in, the in car, your in the car shop, yeah. Okay. So I was going to say I thought had, there like, was a, a furnace. Yeah, you know, I consider a that a furnace place in there. It, it, yeah. well it the, the reason we took it out is it was it basically it's illegal. Um <laughs> and and if we did burn the shop down like an, insurance wouldn't cover it. Yeah, so eventually it's like, all right, let's just buy a cheap furnace. We found a place to buy some cheap furnaces. So like, well, that's when you put the wood
0: burning stove outside. No, it doesn't do much good out there. It's at the scrap heap yeah. in Indiana now. Oh, you guys got rid of it, rid of
1: it. Oh, got rid of them. Yeah, my brother had should one too. Should have
0: saved it. You should have saved it and put it in the RV.
1: No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> There's no floor space in that thing to begin with. That would no, have been awesome, yeah. though. Speaking of RVs, uh, do you want to talk about? Yeah, you're any of your plans with uh, with mobile homes on wheels? Yeah, as long as Scott Giles doesn't give me any more shit. Why, because you change your plans every day? Yeah. Yeah? I'm Austin. <laughs> I have a problem with car project ideas. Yeah, you definitely have... Uh, you've thought of a lot of things in the last three months. Yeah. So I, I think right now
0: I've kind of decided I'm probably going to have to have two vehicles eventually in the long run. Yeah, I would um, agree
1: with that statement.
0: But the main vehicle, I I think I want a Sprinter van or a sportsmobile, like we've talked about before.
1: Yeah, like the seven three or V ten or something. Yeah, and the
0: question is the question is, do I build one out myself, yeah. or do I buy one that's already built out? I just saw a four
1: by four, um, high roof, but it had the five four. It was like an O one. Uh, it was four by four converted and like you know built out somebody had done it looked like somebody had done it themselves um, mm-hmm. and it was like thirty thousand bucks <laughs> yeah so they get fun. they get pretty pricey. I just noticed that one today when I was googling uh r v stuff um for a project i'm planning on the r v so
0: part of me wants to just go buy a brand new sprinter van and just know yeah. that it 's all mechanically sound and not have to worry about it uh yeah, The idea would be that I can keep going to track days like I did you know, yesterday yeah. and have a mobile podcasting studio and like a place to live and a place to sleep and hang out yeah. and, you know, build it out over the next year or
1: so. How and much then, are brand new Sprinter vans? Like empty ones.
0: Uh, they start, they start at 32. jeez With a four, with a four cylinder diesel.
1: That's a, uh, pretty
0: powerful turbo diesel though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll tow 5,000 pounds. That's not bad. So even I big. found out the little baby Mercedes, the Metris. It's kind of like minivan size. That'll tow 5,000 pounds as well, and it's rear-wheel drive. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that thing was rear-wheel drive. So, yeah. Huh. So a little Metros would be kind of sweet, too. You could build, yeah. like, a drift van. Did they build six-cylinder and four-cylinder sprinters, just fours? They did. Six and, six and fours. Okay. So okay. before, there was a four-cylinder, like, the older body style that they ran up to 06, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, the style. It was a
0: four-cylinder turbo diesel or a six-cylinder gas. Oh, and and I think they they carried that over at a certain point. They got rid of the six-cylinder gas. Like you can't even get it in a gas now. It's only diesel, so it's four-cylinder or six-cylinder diesel. And now they offer factory four-wheel drive as well.
1: Okay, so on the first generations, the only diesels were four cylinders. Right, and I think those were the ones that had a lot of problems. There was a guy that rented one of our stalls at our shop, and he had a lot of dumb issues with his, but it was a first-gen, and it was older. Um, Yeah, I think the first-gen had a lot of powertrain issues. Yeah, I mean, they're good. I mean,
0: they're good to go for like a half million miles. Yeah. And there's a lot of stories where people have
1: have done it, you know? Yeah, if you learn learn it, you know. A buddy of ours, Peter, uh, he built one out into an RV. Um, So the big... uh, Yeah, I think... His has, like, 300K on it, but... Yeah. yeah. So the big benefit of the
0: Sprinter is fuel economy as opposed to an Econoline.
1: Yeah. And interior space, too. It's a simple, big interior.
0: Yeah, and you can get it with the high roof, because Jessica and I want to be able to stand up in it, and... Yeah. So I'm actually... I have this idea. There's a lot of people that build, like, a bed platform in the very back, so you can put gear underneath it. Yeah. So, but I have this idea of using, like, a pulley system... To where you can mm-hmm. have that but then you can also raise the bed to the roof so you can pull like motorcycles in
1: or you know yeah or load whatever the, you need and there's you still a have there's a company called roof. happy jack i think that makes mm-hmm. that and it's like big money to buy like it's like you know it's like a, a lift for your bed you just push a button and it goes up but i just use can,
0: like a like a come along or something yeah, man you can totally have something suspend it yeah
1: that. So, I, I, I've thought about that for uh, for our for our our RV project also, like having a drop down bed somewhere in the back. But so I mean, it just yeah. makes a lot of sense. So weekends that are like
0: we want to just get out of town, it's really yeah, easy somewhere. for us just to hop in it. And I mean, we can go park it by the beach in Malibu and watch the sunset. You know,
1: now wake up. So I just
0: yeah. So it, it just makes a lot of sense being in Southern California, having all of these outdoor things available to us. To um, have, have something like a
1: van. I think you'd be surprised how cheap uh, older Sprinters are, but yeah, I would be a little They're bit... They're super cheap, it, but I'm a little afraid. Yeah, if you want to keep it long term, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. Like, if you're thinking like 15, 20 years of ownership, buying a new one with a warranty and financing, not a terrible idea. But, yeah, so, um, and there is yeah, there is the potential... Available.
0: There's the potential that we could eventually live in it full time. So
1: Yeah, if you, if you bought the right one, um, buy a big one and and don't have an apartment, that, that could be cool. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. So even if we, we still stayed here, I mean, just with the cost of rent, um, yeah. if we stayed around here, I mean, we always have the doors open anyway. Yeah. You know, the weather's just that that fine. Uh, there's not a lot of humidity. It really doesn't get that hot by the water. Yeah. so or just you know if you have breeze you can get cross cross ventilation going mm-hmm. so you could I mean technically we just live in a really big van right now oh yeah 500 square foot van yeah that cost you cost you like five so this, van payments the whole thing started though like I, I wanted a van for years yeah. um, as we've talked about before yeah many times. and we were we were at the beach the other day and a sailboat goes by and Jessica goes, oh wouldn't it be nice to just like live in a sailboat that'd be kind of cool. And I essentially convinced her that a van is is a sailboat for the water
1: or it's sorry sort of for the land
0: for the land yeah to drive on the highway and take
1: to all yeah. the all the states in the country, yeah, I mean it's the same size if not bigger what uh like if you wanted to have if you wanted to live in something like that um like where where could you actually park it? Could you just park anywhere you want it so like, it depends like what's the actual on actual rules in california it depends on the city <laughs> ordinances. Yeah, yeah. So
0: there was actually, I guess, a couple years ago, like when the recession hit, um, mm. a bunch of places tried to make it illegal to sleep in your vehicle. Okay. And the congressional courts or whatever here in California ruled that that was unconstitutional. Okay. So a bunch of places started implementing, uh, like, restrictions on on vehicle size. Okay. So it couldn't be any more than, like, 21 feet in length and no more than 7 feet in height. Uh, for certain places, so that's kind of the the tricky part.
1: Okay. So you got to find the right place if you're gonna. Yeah. Actually live well,
0: there. you just need to you need to look at the city ordinances and see see what it is. I mean, there's tons of lifted trucks around here that are over seven feet tall.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. So. Hmm. Man, so, van life. Van life could be fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Th- so th- there's so many options. We were talking before we started recording. It's. I don't know. It, it could be really fun to build one out to build the right one, especially. Um, uh, and, and planet, you know, planet to where there's where you could actually live out of the thing. That could be so, so fun. So that
0: that would be that would be the goal. And I mean, with all the solar stuff that's available now, and with how sunny it is here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could really you could run a
1: lot of stuff just off of solar and having a couple batteries. And solar panels have came a long way in the last five years too. Yeah, um, lot. I've been researching it. solar for for our bus, and like it's not that expensive even to have a solar system that would just charge everything all the time. You could live yeah. off the like almost completely off the grid if you're not you know doing big power sucking yeah. stuff.
0: Especially if you can if you convert uh, all the lighting to like interior lighting to LEDs, and yeah. you know get get uh, like a refrigerator that doesn't use a lot of power mm-hmm. or is just very efficient. I mean there yeah. there's a lot of good ways to do it. The other thing I found yep. too, they make uh for the the trucking industry, they make diesel heaters.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I thought about getting one of those if we have a diesel, you know, diesel van that we can stay nice and warm at night. They don't draw a whole lot of power um to burn the diesel. I think they they run a pump that's electric. Yep. But after that, you know, it really doesn't use any
1: any sort of auxiliary power to burn propane the propane is my, my our, our rv has uh it's hard to say rv but uh it's got uh it's got 90 gallons of propane or something mm-hmm. um i haven't figured out how to actually turn the furnace on yet that's one of my other projects coming up <laughs> but uh um yeah propane isn't isn't too expensive but um it is another thing that you'd have to go find and Yeah, If you had a propane furnace in there. Ours has a propane furnace, uh, refrigerator, and uh, stove and hot water heater. So
0: I've been reading, though, too, doesn't propane have a lot of condensation when it gets burned off? So you get a lot of Uh, condensation built up? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we can, yeah.
0: Yeah. So if we were trying to, like, stealth camp, I don't know if that would work really well in a van. For an
1: RV, it's expected, but... I I don't think you'd have too much of a problem, but... uh, Especially especially not here. It's not really that cold. No, you're not going to be burning that thing like crazy, but... I don't know. So, I'm, but, uh, I'm I'm curious how uh, how cold weather uh, camping actually works with an RV. Guess so, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, hopefully. I'm in the middle of uh, of of like five projects at the same time on that thing. <laughs> it's uh, it's in my shop right now. I got to fix uh, the power steering line that started leaking when I backed it into the shop, basically. But uh, I cut the whole belt line out of the thing, like right at waist height. Basically, there is like a joint in the fiberglass. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way around the RV, um, and that just for like a couple inches in either direction of that joint, the fiber, you know, the fiberglass uh, had kind of swelled up a little bit because the plywood was sucking moisture in. So I just basically cut four inches of the RV out all the way around the fiberglass slash plywood on the exterior. Um, it was such a mess. I did it. It took me two nights, uh, and I pulled all the stickers off. Uh, like three nights of work last week on it. Uh, I got almost all the stickers off got the got most of that uh fiberglass plywood body rot out um and then there's uh, uh i'm gonna basically seal that all up and uh one of my suppliers at work um, sells this perfect like extruded five inch piece of aluminum that i'm gonna uh, i can get in sixteen foot length uh we use it for for commercial uh thresholds on commercial aluminum glass doors like storefront mm-hmm. doors. Um, and so I'm gonna basically wrap the the RV in that. I have if, it'll have kind of like a coach coach look to it. It should really look pretty sharp. So yeah, that sounds pretty um, sweet. It, it it'll cover that whole gap um in between the plywood. If I cover it correctly and seal it all up underneath, I will never have to worry about it again. So one of those projects, and then hopefully have it painted and stuff uh, and figured out by Ice Battle. So, but if not, I hope so we'll, too. <laughs> if, yeah, if not, we'll just sleep in my wife's car, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can just go rent a sprinter van and get some yeah. pots. Yeah, That's—I uh, would probably uh, actually just rent a van or something. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. My main goal is to have it like figured out and know and and fix the the thing mechanically and know it a little bit and have driven it a little bit more before ice battle. So I got a couple weeks. But hey, you to start lamp. start commuting in it in the mornings. Yeah. Drive from your uh, house to the shop. I was actually taking it to lunch like every day. <laughs> it's it's the biggest vehicle to drive a mile for lunch ever. Um, but uh, hey, but then when I, you get there, you have a place to eat. It's true. I I have my own dinette set and uh, and stuff. But it it, it uh, I think I've got about seven miles on it uh, at behind you know with me behind the wheel so far. Nice, um, but uh, That's, I wouldn't want uh, I wouldn't want to a daily whole lot drive of experience. It. It's, it's really big. <laughs> Yeah, so big, but hopefully we'll see. That's some, where hopefully have some good times in, in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Hopefully, so that's where so,
0: that's where the Sprinter van comes in. Yeah, you can actually daily being able to daily like that. drive it. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of large though. And after driving Mark's M three, I kind of want to get something to drive on track. Lightly, yeah, I think you
1: should buy a Super Miata. I'm going to tell so, you that until you don't. <laughs>
0: So I, I want something that I might be able to drive to work as well. Yeah. So but not be not be my main vehicle. Just so, drive to work so what, if we do have a sprinter. What this all boils down to is Austin has no idea what he's gonna buy yet. <laughs> Pretty much. But I, I have started narrowing down that I do want a van, which I can also yeah. use as a tow rig. All right. And, and a house. I want... And maybe a house. Yeah, and use it as a house. Yeah, we're really multitasking um, here. This is, yeah. this is progress. Com- Dude, if there was a 90 like, M3. E90... A... Dude, if there was a spec camper van race class,
1: I'd be set. <laughs> I wouldn't even need yeah. anything. Um, yeah, compared to like an E90 M3 or an EF or, you know, whatever the million other things we talked about. Uh, what else were you looking at? You were looking at... Miatas. Yeah. Which um, I still think you should buy a Miata, but...
0: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that, or maybe like a, an E36 M3 sedan if I yeah. can find one cheap enough. Like I'm yeah, looking in that five to six thousand
1: dollars range. I fully support buying a Sprinter van, but I, I'm gonna basically encourage any any dumb shit that you do, <laughs> so, <laughs> just because it'll be fun to watch. Uh, I think the so, Sprinter van's not a bad idea though. But what uh, what motor did uh, did Mark's E36 have? By the way, I meant to ask you. Uh, you
0: I think that's that's just the regular S52, I think, or S50 yeah, not- or whichever one they got here in the states the 3.2 liter they came or with the three both. liter i don't I, even yeah. know
1: i think they had one year of the s50 and then they went to s52 for like three years or whatever huh um, i just but i know that
0: the steering wheel is too big and it didn't have a tilt wheel in it okay so really? i don't think any of them none of them have tilt wheels it's like an did s2000 it have, did it have like
1: super polished german 1990s uh leather seats too no, he actually has Recaro pole positions in there that have been recovered. Oh dang, fancy! So, yeah. So, was... so you weren't sliding around and falling falling out of the no, car. No,
0: no, not like I was when Tony Jackson was wheeling the piss out of the TSX.
1: Yeah, that will happen. Yeah, Le- leather interiors like <laughs> they kind of suck on track. Yeah,
0: so these slide around. Yeah. Oh, I did. I got to go for a ride with uh, Dan Howard in Nine Four Nine Racing's demo car taxi. Cool. So it's cool. just like a built BP motor. It's like 195 horsepower on a on a, you know, a stock block uh NA? Miata motor. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, with That seems like with a lot. A, with a with a 6-speed uh sequential. What? Yeah, it's so rad. No way. Yeah. Who great. makes a
1: sequential for that? Like Quaife or something?
0: Um, I want to think I want
1: to say it was a Quaife. Oh my gosh, that is so rad! <laughs> it was it was sweet. What uh, what's the sequential uh, like from the passenger seat? Is it it is he just kind of banging the thing forward and backwards, or? Yeah, pretty much. It's not even banging
0: because he didn't even have to really like give it a whole lot of pressure. Although uh-huh. a couple times, I think we were talking about it, he missed a couple upshifts, like two. Okay. Um, yeah. he hasn't spent a lot of time driving the car. But he thinks when he was pulling back, it was he was pulling back into the left or back into the right and didn't quite go into gear. Okay. So it's just getting used to it. Man, that is so, cool. But yeah, the way it's geared, uh, they have it geared really low. It's got like a 477 in it. And yeah. the way the gearbox is geared, it's gear limited to like 124 miles an hour. Wow, there's a lot of shifting going on then, huh? Yeah, which is is awesome. But it also makes it really quick out of the corners yeah. and the way it was cool. set up. I mean... The way they set the car up, it's it's kind of the way I like my car set up, to where it's it's set up to maximize corner entry speed and has like very very slight understeer on corner entry, just enough to leave like a margin of safety. Okay. Um, but it's just it's so fast and so well set up, it's it's it, awesome.
1: Is it like ITBs or anything? How do they make that much power?
0: Um, I don't even know. I didn't really like you know, spend a lot of time around power. it. Probably. Cool. So, That's cool. But it's a it's a riot, man. That sounds like it. So, yeah. So I got to ride with Mark for a session and then got to ride with um, with Dan Howard for a session and then got to ride with Tony Jackson for a cool. session and then got to try on my own. Yeah. So you weren't totally lost, but you hadn't driven it yet when you got in car. Right. So, which I'd you... seen them do things and I just didn't feel comfortable doing it.
1: Yeah, I believe that. There were
0: there were a lot of sections where you could just be
1: flat out and I just, I couldn't commit. How did you like um on, the on track feel of uh of well, well basically how how did, you, how did you how did you how did you like being on track again? You haven't been on track in a while, but
0: I besides, mean besides besides like a besides session like here s- and there, a
1: couple good life events. Um, I like, mean this was like, just a, this was just a session again. That's true. You you didn't really get a lot of time, so yeah, it was thinking, good. Man, I mean, long, I'm thinking it's been a long time since you've been on track, but I guess it's probably the same as me in so, October. Good life, <laughs> so. yeah. I
0: mean having having those having the chance to drive that and having seeing the lap times that I could do just like, you know, first lap out compared yeah. to like Tom O'Gorman did a two oh one in that same car so fast earlier in the day and he'd spent like I think he'd spent all week there driving. Yeah, he was there testing. So, he
1: he he put some pictures up on Facebook, he was testing yeah his new car there basically, right? Yeah.
0: So it, yeah. it made me it made me realize that, you know, maybe being out of the car hasn't been that bad for me. Um, I don't think you've lost everything. No, you're probably fine. No. <laughs> I, I have noticed when I get in a car, though, I'm not patient anymore. No. Um, so that's probably been the worst part, since I don't get to drive a whole lot. When I do drive, I feel like I have to make it count.
1: Okay. So, so you're driving a little bit more seat of your pants
0: and and less... Yeah. Uh, less. I, le- I tried to push one of the braking zones yesterday and found out quickly that uh, the brakes on the E36 M3 aren't wonderful, and Mark okay. even goes, "Yeah, the brakes on the car aren't that good."
1: Hmm. So, they're all stock, I imagine.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they're stock, just with pads, yeah, pads and lines, and
1: yeah, I, I would kind of like to. I would like to drive one of those someday. They sound like they look like fun. They sound good. Uh, I've always the power loved the was really lines. the power was
0: really really linear. I thought that was really nice. Okay. Those so, didn't have
1: ITBs like the. E, no, not like the 46. E- like right? No. Yeah. They still sound so, good though. Um, yeah, I they know. do. The BMW—they're coming down cool... in—they're
0: coming down in price.
1: Yeah, they're—they're—they gotta be bottomed out now. You can get like a decent one for like five, six grand. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're, they're. I've always liked them a lot. They're. They're. They're very cool cars. I've never, I've never had the, like the desire to buy one. I think because I'm stuck in Honda hell. Um. I need to get out of Honda hell. But. Someday. Someday I'll get yeah, you gotta now. buy you gotta buy something else. But maybe yeah. Ferrari next. Oh, no, that's the thing I think I'm gonna buy a little tube frame race car.
0: I thought that was already a done deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, well it is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't have it yet. <laughs> Mary from Gingerman keeps asking me when I'm gonna come get it. I need to come get it soon. Do you want to put a K series in it? I don't even want to work on it right now. I wanna make it safe <laughs> and then then just fiddle around with it. I gotta move. I gotta move that roll hoop, in it. the, it's a it's a little sports racer thing that that I want to get that for people. I don't know if we have we talked about it. I don't remember the Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the roll hoop is like right in your neck. Oh, split time talked about it. That's right. In the, yeah, in a, that's a couple what it was. shows ago. Um, yeah, Dave Ott. Uh, but yeah, the roll the roll bar hoop is like right in your neck. It's it, that needs to be attacked with a sawzall and modified, but. Uh, other than that, it's uh, it seems like it's all all there and it runs. So that'll be a fun little little toy for us. I'll, I'll build you a little toy for Good Life Event so you can play. All right, that thing. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna need a really big seat slider. Yeah. Well, I think it's just gonna need foam. Lots of foam. Lots of foam. Yeah, just foam it up. We'll we'll, we'll maybe we'll have Johnny from OG Racing pour you a seat uh, <laughs> insert for it. That, <laughs> like would, a, that would actually be totally ideal. <laughs> like a one foot thick. Uh maybe, maybe probably about six inches. Six inches. Oh, okay. You're not you're not that short. You got you no, got legs. I, guess not. I mean you still you still have legs. You didn't cut yourself off at the knees, did you? Not lately. But then you're gonna be fine. You'll be fine. My <laughs> my brother and I uh we're about we're probably about six inches height difference. Um and uh we had a fixed position seat in our lemons car in our lemon series and um before every race um Everybody would get in the car and just figure out which, we, we would literally just bring a pile of foam. Um, and everybody had like 10 minutes in the car just figuring out which seat foam configuration they wanted to have. <laughs> and so I would run no foam and just like one little butt pad and like maybe a little bit behind my lower back. And my brother would get in and it would be like foam, foam, like like three Three two-inch chunks of foam, and he'd strap himself in, and it would compress about halfway, and be like, "All right, that's good." Um, <laughs> but yeah, he he would be like four inch five inches further forward than me. Um, foam totally works; you can make that work. You wouldn't, yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know if you'd want to burn in it, but it, the foam might you know become glue or like napalm on your body. <laughs> but well, that's why um, that's why it's an open open cockpit car. You can just hop right out. Uh, th- th- I think that's the biggest benefit of like a poured insert is they've got like the Nomex-ish or fire retardant fabric over them. But yeah, um, it's kind of my dream to have a poured seat insert. Actually, I've never.
0: Uh, well, see, never, my my problem is I my weight fluctuates
1: like so much. You know, like <laughs> all. <laughs>
0: Just it fluctuates uh,
1: like 20, 25 pounds throughout the course of the year, depending on what's going on. Yeah, Austin gets depressed in the wintertime and he just eats bonbons all winter. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same thing. I fluctuate about 10 pounds, but I hold most of it like in my face. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just got to pick a helmet that that's extra big. I, I mean, I, n- I, now I, I just buy all the bigger size pants and then
0: just cinch the belt down when I'm skinny. Yeah, just get some Jenkos, get them big old tube, t- tube legs <laughs> on there. I need to start wearing, I need to start getting like elastic uh, waistbanded jeans.
1: Just start taping every, just just get uh, <laughs> matching color duct tape and just like tape them tight on you. You could have uh, anything, everything from skinny jeans to fat man jeans. You wouldn't have to buy new pants. Do you
0: remember Do you remember when the cool thing was like people were making wallets and pants and jackets and stuff out of duct tape? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, <laughs> That's I what might that makes me think
1: of. I might have had one of those. Did you have a duct tape wallet? <laughs> yeah, I might have gone to college <laughs> with. Uh, I, I was like a. I was I was big into like you know wrenching and I was dirty all the time in college. Uh, I think I did about 150 engine swaps in college. Like we were doing like one or two Jeez. a weekend. Um, and I always had like ripped pants and greasy pants. And I, one time I went, I walked into class and I had like the zip stitch thing on one pants pocket. Uh, because I had tore a hole you know like right about like halfway up my thigh and yeah. there there was and there was there was duct tape down by my right foot because I rode, <laughs> I rode BMX a lot and it would get caught in the chain yeah um, so there's duct tape on my right foot ankle area and like a zip stitch across the side and it's covered I, it was like stained with grease and uh and I my, I forget what my professor said he said something like I just don't understand style these days <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I clearly didn't either but yeah I was I was a gross dirty <laughs> disgusting person duct tape wallets fit me very well that was uh, those hot loved those so yeah, I I remember um, I remember building one like in in middle school and thinking I was so cool you can waste so much time building duct tape wallets or listening I mean, to well, or listening to us ramble on a sunday night <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I think this will be, what, well, this will be our Tuesday show. Tuesday, okay. And then I think we have a show with the Speed Ventures guys coming up.
1: Yeah, and you're, then... you're, going up there, you're, you're going up there to do a show when? Tomorrow?
0: Yeah, tomorrow, so Monday. Okay. I think that'll be cool. a Friday show, and then I think we're going to record with the guys from Cart Pulse at some yeah, point be fun. this week, too. So yeah, we get So that'll probably be a show for next week.
1: Sweet. So. The, uh, the winter, we're getting through the winter slowly. We're... Eventually, we'll, yeah. eventually we'll be at events again. Yeah, that, that was nice so, to just well, bang out three I, podcasts. I was in an event this week. Yeah, that's sucker. true. I mean, but eventually we'll be at events together again. So you and I, your hundred seventy
0: dollars Yeah, right. We yeah. would have recorded a couple uh, a couple podcasts yesterday, but uh, I had to get home to hang out with Jess. Yeah, that'll happen. So it's dude, it's really hard to well, as I mean, you and I both know it's hard to record during the day when an event's going on and people are getting called to grid and Yeah, it's impossible. And yeah. you're talking
1: and you're just like having a life and being a person. Yep. So yeah. a lot of people I, I wish we could have recorded with yesterday. But Yeah, I believe it. Sounds like it was, was that a week a weekend long event. You were just there yesterday? Yeah,
0: yeah, they were, they were there today uh as well. Okay. But Tom and, and Mark only went
1: up for yesterday. Okay. That's cool, so, yeah, um, yeah. It was uh, it was it was nice to bang out a couple of shows at Cart Battle a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, they were good shows too. I, I was I really so I t- enjoyed listening back to them. Dude, I I was so tired Saturday night when, when I was driving home at like two a.m., two thirty a.m. or whenever I left. I th- I I th- I remembered that show with like with a uh, split time and Abrin being like disjointed and terrible. And I listened back, and it was like totally fine. Dave carried it completely well. <laughs> but, Dude, that that happens all the time too. Like I, like, I, I remember hit... thinking, "Oh, this is so bad." It's... Yeah. Oh, I was so tired; I couldn't even talk. Uh, and I'm I'm approaching that right now. It's about midnight here, eleven <laughs> o'clock here. But um, yeah, we're we're in th- for for about fifty minutes already. Yeah, this is this is almost forty forty seven. Yeah, we're. I just we're about remember there. thinking that show was so bad, and it ended up sounding pretty good to me. I was actually no, kind was of great. interested to hear Dave talk about it again when I listen to it. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I, I look forward to doing more at events. Those are my favorite shows to do. So, yeah. So, anyway, well, I'm glad you got soon, on track, Soon,
0: hopefully, we'll have a uh, a podcast studio or two. We might yeah, have two. Roll. We might have a, a West Coast studio
1: and a, a, and a Midwest, Midwest studio. studio. Two rolling podcast studios. They're pretty rad. Figure out what you're going to buy, man. One of these days you'll figure it out. Sprinter I van. Jessica's, Jessica's
0: already made me shut up about Sprinter vans.
1: Yeah? Like, just we'll drive by it. one.
0: Well, so here's the thing, right? So <laughs> my race number has always been 224, which is actually yeah. Jessica's birthday, February 24th. Okay. And over, like, the last year and a half, we see that number everywhere. Like, it's become our number. Okay. Um, like, see it just, in like, randomly. Like, we'll look up, and it'll be, like, or we'll be in a hotel, and I'll we'll have room 224 or something ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Um, I know to me.
0: So they... They actually make that van in like kind of like a battleship gray color, kind of yeah. like the color yeah. that I wanted to paint my S2000. Uh but the paint code for it is 224. There you go.
1: That's what you need to buy.
0: So, yeah, so it's pretty much it's a done deal at this point. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's a sign the gods have so smiled just, upon this Just got to figure out I really want a four-wheel drive one, but I priced one out, you know, with everything that we wanted and it's like a $48,000 van.
1: That's a pretty if you steep buy a brand payment. new, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a big payment. Yeah,
0: so we I think we might actually take the money from Jessica's or from from the Volkswagen and pay yeah. off Jessica's car. Okay, because I'd rather have one. I'd rather have one like seven hundred dollar a month car payment between both versus of us. Two, yeah, yeah. Than two five hundred dollar a month car payments.
1: Why would you Why would you ever uh, want one seven hundred versus two five hundred? That doesn't make any sense. It makes total sense. I'm just kidding. Of course it Most does. people a lot of people out there are going like, What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, of course it does. No, that'd be it, that would be about that that would be about what the payment is. Interest rates are cheap right now, yeah. So you'd be in for that.
0: Plus, dude, I'd be driving a Mercedes. I mean, come on. I know. A turbo Mercedes. Turbo Mercedes, dude. Turbo Mercedes, lo- dude. No AMG to badge. Lorenzo.
1: Open your Benzo. <laughs> <laughs> so but, it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, I would I would love it if you would buy that. And then you can cruise out here uh, for a week long vacation and we could spend like three nights building the interior.
0: Ooh, it'd probably take longer than that, man. I have very, very no, yeah, big take, specifications. Like, you'd need like
1: a two weeks vacation. That would be a that'd be a big trip. You gotta find a shop so, out there to do it.
0: <laughs> I'd probably so, like we've been looking at other places to rent that have like two car garages and stuff. I like, could just turn half the garage into a shop. Yeah, just be able to make it friends with
1: with. Does like nine four nine have like fab facilities and table saws and stuff? Um, not really. Yeah, not get to make you know, not, not, for, not for woodworking. Though. Oh, do, uh, is there any of those places that you can just get a membership uh, and like they have a whole freaking ton yeah, of tools some of in my, the warehouse?
0: Some of my coworkers um, at the turbo company that shall not be named actually yeah. help run one. That's what you got to do. Join that so, place
1: and then outfit the thing.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, or just no, do the I'll, whole thing with do the whole thing with a sawzall and a dremel.
1: No, that's not how you do it. That. <laughs> that's not how you do it. Why not, man? It'll tons it'll have that real that real authentic feeling to it. No, tons of time planning, and then I'll fly out and we'll work on it for a few days and get you a nice base built up.
0: I'll, I still
1: I'll, I still think doing like a roll
0: cage on the interior to tie everything in would yeah. be
1: I think that's still a great idea. I, I don't know. The f- they they might have pretty good stuff uh you know pretty good ribbing and stuff in there to mount to already. Yeah. Um, there's so I've, I've been reading more and more builds on you know DIY van builds. Um and there's so many options. There's some people doing really nice stuff too like freaking luxury vans. And what's um, nice too like the the
0: 2500s and the 3500s have, you know, very high payload capacities. So yeah. you can you can like you could put granite countertops in the thing, and like, yeah, you, you know, you're not going to exceed.
1: No, no, it's it's meant to be a work vehicle. Would you be getting a dually or a single rear wheel? I'd probably just get a single. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. The dually's got I mean, a the, lot of capacity, but yeah, I, don't I even mean, know if and, they still have the dually. But
0: you know, if it if it was if if I wasn't going to be street parked around here, and it was yeah. just going to be purely for touring and trips and stuff, I'd probably just spring for the dually. Yeah. Um. But that's the thing; it's you know, it's I, more I still want a sportsmobile. But a sportsmobile, you can't you can't live in discreetly in a sportsmobile.
1: Yeah, they they are a little bit eye catching. People would notice yeah. it. People wouldn't notice yeah. a sprinter.
0: No, I mean it
1: looks just like Not a really. work van. Yeah, especially if you
0: move it every day. So, and especially if I put like Austin's air conditioning on the side of it. There you go because he's so cool yeah. man buns are us right on the side yeah right there you go no i i couldn't do that in la dude i'd you know i'd have a, a <laughs> yeah, line my, of people you might get too much i'd business. have a line of
1: people lined up people be like what's this <laughs> mm, that's right up my alley give this man my money <laughs> all right man well i'm getting tired it's uh and i gotta upload this thing and send it to you so yep. um yeah so uh yeah, let's let's talk soon. Uh, you're going to be doing a show tomorrow, and then let's talk to some pulse dudes if we can. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, many thanks to our buddies over at Hasport for hooking me up on the c too. Really, yeah. really and appreciate to, them.
0: Uh, and to Mark Kroom for letting me drive his E36 M3.
1: Man, and he looked good doing it, too, didn't he? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that hair. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when he took his helmet off at ITR Expo, at Gingerman and Holly says, "Man, Holly, his, hair is yeah. per- his hair is perfect." <laughs> or something, something. I on.
0: I need to go to the same place. You know what? I think it's just Cincinnati hair. Yeah, it, that's all it is because Mark's from Cincinnati and so's Tom. That's true. Where did you get it though? Uh Mexico. I don't. Yeah. Mine's Mine's like a, a luscious mane of hair though. Yours is different. Yours is a little yeah. bit different. I give you. Yeah, that.
1: it's it's a different style. Yeah. Yeah, the three of you though. Man, that's a lot of that's a lot of fancy <laughs> hair right there. In 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 two cars at a track event. I'm glad so, you got to go, I'm, on, go on track, man. That's uh, I'm, I'm the only one that it. doesn't use any hair product. You don't use anything in your hair besides like grease. Like, like natural grease from not washing <laughs> it. <laughs> Just don't wash it. Yeah. You subscribe to the Adam Corolla theory of like no no showers or no yeah. soap in your shower.
0: Dude, if I if I get a van, that's what it's going to be.
1: Hey, you're going uh, to be Rastafarian You have some dreads yeah, dude, I'll just grow some dreads Yeah, I think that naturally happens If you just don't take care of your hair yeah. <laughs> I, I really have no idea How that yeah. works <laughs> You can do an outdoor shower Swings out off the side And then just get naked oh, dude, in the middle of uh... I was so excited though uh, With my hair in a bun Down
0: low yeah. now that it's longer I can put my helmet on And not have to undo, undo my hair tie
1: you don't need a custom helmet with a bump out in the back? Nope, not anymore. I I was literally wondering uh just yesterday uh what does he have to do with his hair with his helmet? I wonder if that works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still I would love I would love a custom helmet. A helmet with, like, lack of foam in the back to where it just, like, boom it pops right out. Yeah. And then then I'd be,
0: you know, I'd have to have a man bun for the next 10 years. Oh Yeah, because until, until you get the SA-20 thing. or whatever. Yeah. You imagine, yeah. like, having to put, like, a little, like, foam plug in there if I did cut my hair. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, or else the helmet's rattling around on your head. it <laughs> would be great. It's just unsafe. You know, Austin got a haircut, so we need to fabricate some <laughs> foam for his helmet. Uh it'd be wonderful. Uh, uh, well, right, I'm going to hit stop here cuz I'm good tired. alright man. Hope hope, cool. uh, hope hope everybody's having a good week. Thanks for uh thanks for listening to our silly little show and writing reviews on iTunes and all that good stuff. So. Bam. Man. All right, buddy. I'll uh, I'll cool. talk to you soon, man. All right. Have a good See. night.